We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The Mike Gallagher Show. Let the private sector innovate, create jobs, uh, and create success. That's what's what's defined America. We can never lose that identity. I mean, my parents were exiled from Cuba, and we saw what what happens when a leader says, give us all your property, give us uh, all your business, don't worry, we'll make everybody equal. And they did. They made everybody equally miserable and equally poor. Uh, So that's a failed system for sure. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. Portions of our show brought to you by Fellowship Home Loans. Call 800-510-MIKE or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com slash Mike G. Welcome home, Fellowship Home Loans. Um, you want to do something nice today? You want to do You want to do something a little, kind of a little cool? I am so eternally grateful to you for your generosity and your, your goodwill. And a few times a year I come to you and I say, hey, let's do some good in the world. And we partner with some of these great charities that are doing God's work. And last month, you stepped up, and collectively, as a company, Salem Media Group raised over $300,000 to help the victims of the horrific earthquake in Turkey and Syria. And we put that together at the last minute. It was kind of an add-on thing we did. You were so incredible. I mean, I I forget the number. You you donated over 100000 to our show Hewitt's audience stepped up big time. Collectively, Salem raised, I think it was $313,000 in a few weeks. Now, next week, I'm going to start asking you to do a little bit for this Christian charity, this ministry called Food for the Poor, one of my favorite organizations. And they're the ones who spearheaded the effort to get relief supplies to the poor people of Turkey and Syria. They are they do God's work, and I'm not going to do the heavy ask this week. I'm going to start Monday, a week from today. But if you, you want to get a jump on it, you feel a little kindness in your heart right now, maybe you could put a little in the kitty for us. Maybe you can donate a little bit and get a jump on our campaign. Get a head start. Go to MikeOnline.com and click on that mic on Mike, click on that. Um, food for the Poor banner at the top of the page. It's going to put a smile on your face. Doing good for people, saving lives in places like Honduras, Jamaica, um, the, the Caribbean, all over the world. Food for the Poor is a Christian ministry that they're doing great stuff. Please go to MikeOnline.com. To, if you want to get a little head start, I'm going to ask you in earnest next week. But starting today... Well, you could get a little jump on it. You could get a you could get a little bit of a head start, and we would be so grateful for anything you can give. Please go to mikeonline.com and at the top of the page, uh, the food for the poor banner. Um, get you a little bit of a we'll give you, give you a little bit of a a happy spirit on a Monday, February twenty seventh. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I was I don't know why I'm in a good mood. I almost couldn't come to work today. I was I was struggling, and I'm gonna. I'm going to share with you a very personal admission with you. I'm going to I'm going to bear my soul right now. I'd been thinking a lot about Paul Ryan lately, and I was wondering um, if he was going to go to the Republican National Convention. You know, it's been announced. It's going to be in Milwaukee. We'll probably be there. We typically go cover um, the uh, the national conventions. I never really have a lot of desire to go to the Democrat National Convention, but we always try to go to the Republican National Convention. Um, if, if we totaled it up, it's kind of crazy. I think I've been to like 20-plus conventions in my lifetime, which is a lot. And maybe 16, I don't know. But I've been to almost every, I think every one, since I was about 20 years old. And I really, really, really was hoping and praying 
that former Congressman Paul Ryan, who's now on the board over there at the Fox Corporation that runs Fox News, I was really wondering if he was going to go. And if he does not want to go, I'm not sure how, I I hate to say it, I don't know how I can go on. And he sat down with um, WISN reporter Jason Calvey over the weekend, and he said something that has absolutely wrecked me. I, I Do you hear it in my voice? Are you watching the show today on Salem News Channel? Do you see it on my face? Do I look a little haggard? I haven't been sleeping very well because this is simply devastating. Come 2024, the Republican National Convention in Milwaukee, where will you be? It depends on who the nominee is. I'll be here if it's somebody not named Trump. You won't show up if it's not. Yeah, I'm not interested in participating in that, no. Even in Wisconsin. Even in Wisconsin. So here's a Wisconsin congressman, ex-congressman, sitting down with a Milwaukee television reporter as they're talking about the RNC, the Republican National Convention taking place in Milwaukee, and Paul Ryan, Mr. Cheesehead himself, won't show up if the American people elect Donald Trump to be the GOP nominee. The, honest to gosh, this this never Trump syndrome really does fascinate me. I, I mean it. You know, I, I've said something to you a million times, and I'll say it one more time today, a million and one. They don't hate him, they hate you. Paul Ryan doesn't hate Donald Trump, he hates you. He hates the American people. He hates fellow Wisconsinites who might vote for him. And, you know, I talk to some of these never-Trumpers all the time. And it's it, they, they are like this angst-ridden, desperate little boy who doesn't like what's happening all around them. I mean, what a despicable thing for Paul Ryan to say. What an ugly thing to him, not because of Trump, but because of you and me, because of millions of Americans who might, I mean, if that doesn't give you a reason to vote for Donald Trump even more, what does? If you're giving me all this squish about, well, I don't know, my Trump is so mean, he's a meanie, I don't want the drama, I don't want the... Are you kidding me? You're going to give that guy what he wants? That Republican ex-congressman Paul Ryan? You're going to you're going to play right into his hands? Wow. 1-800-655 Mike. I know you've probably had your day ruined now and I apologize for having to destroy you cuz I know you've just been Anxious to find out what Paul Ryan was going to do. Maybe maybe Liz Cheney and Paul Ryan ought to put together a ticket and get it over with. Let Liz Cheney run for president, and, and that guy can be another VP running mate. Another failed vice presidential running mate, like he was before. This guy's an abject failure. And he has the, 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 the audacity to brag about boycotting the Republican convention if Donald Trump is the nominee. Now, I understand, obviously I'm being sarcastic, nobody gives a rat's rear end what, what he's going to have for dinner. I, I care about as much about what his what his dinner plans are as whether he's going to go to the Republican National Convention or not. But it speaks to the bigger picture of these really vile, bitter, angry people who shake their fist at you and me. Again, they ain't mad at Trump. It's the American people. This movement is something they cannot contain. And they hate it. They just hate it. John's in Mountain Home, Arkansas. Hey, John, welcome to the Mike Gallagher Show. How are you? Good. Hey, Mike. Hey. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, uh, now we can officially call it the China virus, just like President Trump said. And as far as Paul Ryan and Jeff Sessions, those were two of 
President Trump's biggest backstabber, as far as I'm concerned, you bet. You and bet. will cause his administration to get off at a bad start. If Jeff Session would have stayed there and he would have had somebody better than 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 the puppet for Mick Romney, you're right. Um, we would have had a whole different country. It would have been a whole different outcome, John. You're so, you're right on the money. Trump was justified, and of course, Paul Ryan did nothing to help him for the miserable tenure he had as House Speaker when Trump was in office. Danes in Brown County, Ohio. Hi, Danes. How are you? I'm fine. How about you, Mike? I'm well, sir. Thanks for your call. All Tom Ryan is doing is hurt us, and then uh, Joe Biden just shoved us in a hole, and, you know, they took the... Uh, they kicked Trump out there. I mean, he was doing a good job I know of. I mean, they're cheating. It's what they're doing. Yeah, but you said something that's really important. All Paul Ryan is doing is hurting us, and you are so right. You are so right. That's what they do. The Paul Ryans of the party would rather have Joe Biden with his destructive un-American policies and ideologies than Donald Trump. It's unbelievable. As I've told you, I've sent out thousands of Trump's accomplishments to listeners and viewers who have texted the keyword Trump or more Trump to 1-800-655-MIKE. If you got that list, incidentally, the Trump accomplishments, there's an updated one. And you could text the key, the word more Trump to 800-655-MIKE, and we'll send it back to you. None of these never-Trumpers could look at that list and not say that was a huge, historic presidency. Incredible accomplishments, amazing victories, all kinds of um, wins for the American people. And again, just text the keyword Trump or more Trump. There's no cost to it. We don't have any hidden agenda. I just want you to see what Trump actually accomplished. And that guy, that sap, has the gall to sit there and say with that smirk on his face, well, I'm not going. I won't be going to the convention. Anybody but Trump. Anybody but Trump. Wow. Yeah, he'd be there if Liz Cheney was on the ticket, huh? Mm, mm, mm. 800-655-MIKE. Let's get your reaction to it all here in the ReliefFactor.com studios. Great having you here Monday, February 27th. Uh, What a time to be alive. What a time to witness that kind of treachery from people like Paul Ryan. You disagree? Let me know. 800-655-MIKE. So-called criminal justice reform is endangering your right to own a gun. Find out how you can protect your family by reading In Defense of the Second Amendment. New from Regnery Publishing. ago, I was well over 50 pounds overweight, but I needed a simple plan that worked with my lifestyle. I found that and so much more with PhD weight loss and nutrition. I'm 53 pounds lighter than I was, and I feel better than I have in years. The program is super simple. Dr. Ashley Lucas and her team customize a plan for your body to make it simple because weight loss shouldn't be hard. They even provide 80% of your food at no additional cost. They treat the entire person. Dr. Ashley believes that all change starts with the mind. She'll help you change your behavior and think differently about food. And the way you eat, you'll never gain the weight back. Best thing about this program, they have an 85% success rate of their clients maintaining their weight loss for life because they have a lifetime maintenance plan to keep us on track. And maintenance, best part of all, it's absolutely free. If you're looking to lose that weight and keep it off forever, go to MyPhDWeightLoss.com today. Sign up for your consultation. Better yet, give them a call straight away. 864-644-1900. 864-644-1900. They'll answer all your questions. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Call 864-644-1900 or go to MyPhDWeightLoss.com. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. If this was a lab leak in China and that government covered it up, what should be the consequences? Well, I think we need to have public hearings on this and really dig into it. I think you're definitely right on those public hearings. We have to come together as a party. We saw big races lost this cycle because of Republicans refusing to support other Republicans. 
And unless we fix this in our party, unless we start coming together, we will not win in 2024. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. I've been giving a lot of thought to something Rana McDaniel, the RNC chair, told Dana Bash on CNN yesterday. And I initially had a pretty knee-jerk reaction. Oh, it's so dumb. That's so stupid. Um, expecting Republicans to sign a loyalty pledge before they can participate even in the debates. That's uh, that's an overreach. It's wrong. And the more I think about it, I kind of apply her expectation to me as a radio host. I mean, I'm aware that I, I make my living trying to persuade people with my views, my opinions, my thoughts, my beliefs. Um, I guess I'm in the persuasion business, and I want to persuade Americans to stop supporting the Democrat agenda in this country because it's ruining the country, it's hurting this country. We need Republicans in leadership from the local level to the state to the federal level. We need a Republican back in the White House. We, with The four years under Donald Trump were provably better than Biden's tenure as the commander-in-chief. But I also have to thread a needle a little bit. I watched Ron DeSantis last night spend an hour with Mark Levin on Life, Liberty, and Levin, the great show that Mark hosts Sunday nights on Fox News. I saw Tim Scott on with Shannon Bream on Fox News Sunday. Not seeing a lot of Donald Trump on Fox News. And the New York Post, in fact, had a big editorial today criticizing Ronna McDaniel over the efforts to unite the Republican Party. But do you want to know what they, what the basis of their criticism is? They write in their editorial yesterday, the simple fact is that many GOP voters won't support Donald Trump if he's the nominee. And so they call Rana's efforts to unite the party pathetic. I want you to hear what she actually said uh, that has people talking about the effort that the Republican Party is putting forth to defeat the Democrats in 2024. Can voters pick the nominee? Then Let's start from the, the beginning, debate. guys, so we can hear the whole thing, please, okay? Let's play cut number eight. Ronna McDaniel with CNN, Dana Bash yesterday. I think you support the voters. The voters get to choose. And if the Republican voters pick the nominee, then everybody on that debate stage who is running on the Republican National Committee debate in the Republican National Committee primaries should say, I'm going to support the nominee. Listen, I say this all the time, Dana. I am Mitt Romney's niece, and I was appointed to the RNC by Donald Trump. And I would support both, support both of them if they were the nominee of our party over Joe Biden. But I don't know if they would support each other. We have to come together as a party. We saw big races lost this cycle because of Republicans refusing to support other Republicans. And unless we fix this in our party, unless we start coming together, we will not win in 2024. And I am committed to making sure we come together as a party. She's right. I'm sorry. And I initially criticized that expectation. I don't know that she's expecting some kind of a loyalty pledge. If you got to sign it in blood. And, and good luck telling Trump, Donald Trump what to do. But ultimately, he he signed a similar pledge last time around. I mean, he committed to supporting the GOP nominee, whoever it's going to be. But the big picture is she's right. She is absolutely correct that we better be unified. What am I? What are we going to do if Mitt Romney comes along and he's the nominee? Now, just go with me for a minute here. Would you rather have four more years? And believe me, if if Biden runs again in twenty twenty four, which he seems to be doing, we all know we're never going to see a completion of his term. So. You ready to hand the keys to the White House 
over to Kamala Harris or, or Mitt Romney. So it's a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a dance. It's a bit of a uh, uh, of a little bit of maneuvering on my part as a big mouth with a microphone. But I do have to say that while I think you know who I support as the Republican nominee in 2024, I am going to support whichever Republican is elected by the people. And that includes Mitt Romney. I'll say it. It includes Liz Cheney. If there was some bizarre circumstance where Liz Cheney wound up becoming the GOP nominee, I'd have to support her. And it's not it shouldn't even be a close call. I I find Liz Cheney as loathsome and as despicable as you probably do. She'd be a heck of a better president than Kamala Harris. She is a lifelong conservative who has a number of conservative principles that has governed her way of thinking, her ideology, for years. She's just obsessed with Trump, as many people are. She's obsessed with him. So, you know, I don't know where you stand, and, and feel free to give me your, your, your feedback. I, I don't mind having this conversation, but I'm just telling you, we have, and, and believe me, Mitt Romney, I, somebody just texted me, Mike, I get your point, but really, Mitt Romney, I'm trying to use an extreme example here. Liz Cheney is even more extreme of an example. Any Republican is better than the Democrats we're going to be presented with. 1-800-655-MIKE. I'm going to play some of the uh, DeSantis interview with you from Mark Levin's show last night on Fox News. I also want to share with you a very elitist-style article from American Enterprise Institute that essentially poor, uneducated Americans favor Trump Wealthy, college-educated Republicans favor DeSantis. There's a wealth and education gap, according to the American Enterprise Institute, according to recent polling data. So basically, you know, those of us dummies without nine degrees behind our name, you know, we're, we're the rubes who are with Trump, but the smart kids favored DeSantis. Jeb Bush, after all favors Ron DeSantis. Paul Ryan says he wouldn't go to the GOP convention if Donald Trump were the nominee. Well, there's some unity for you, huh? All right, welcome in. It's Monday, the final Monday of the month. We're in the ReliefFactor.com studios. Our number is 800-655-MIKE, 800-655-6453. Your voice, front and center, coming up. Watch the Mike Gallagher Show anywhere, anytime on the Salem News Channel app. Download it on your favorite device today and take Mike wherever you go. Stream anywhere on any device. The Mike Gallagher Show on TV, right in your pocket. Today, we're partnering with Food for the Poor to provide urgently needed food to some of the most impoverished countries in our hemisphere. I've traveled with Food for the Poor. I am so impressed with this organization. They're a great Christian ministry. You know, it's hard to imagine the impact interrupted planting cycles, rising food prices, and the lingering impact of COVID have on families who could barely feed their children to begin with. Today, a meal-for-meal match means that your one-time gift of $144 provides a family of four with food for a year. Do you know how good that's going to make you feel? Two meals a day for the next year for a family who struggled to get even a handful of rice or enough corn for a tortilla. Now, there are several ways to rescue a family through our campaign. You can go to MikeOnline.com, click on the red Send Food banner at the top of the page. You can text the keyword Mike to 91999. We'll send you back a link to make your life-saving gift, or just give them a call. My toll-free number is 844-860-HOPE. That's 844 
888-447-4673. Food for the poor. Help us help them today. Mike, uh, I understand what you're saying about either Mitt Romney or uh, Liz Cheney being the nominee for the Republicans. Uh, assuming one of them were the nominee, what if Joe Manchin was a Democratic nominee? How would you vote go? Yeah, you know, I hope Biden runs in 2024. It'll in, in, in a fair debate, it'll be a bloodbath. I've said this over and over again. A third grader can clean house with him. He is his failed policies. He, he, he would look like a fool in a debate stage. A, a, a Republican sophomore in high school, a 10th grader, would be better than any Democrat. I, I, you know, we he's right. And I've got a buddy in Dallas, Mark Davis, who insists he would vote for a Republican disembodied head over any Democrat. But look at our text messages. First from Chicago. Ronna McDaniel is overreaching. She's not a dictator. The successful primary candidate is responsible for uniting the party, not her. That's not her job. This is a dump Trump ploy since he never pledged to support the nominee in 2016. And we're having a hard time. The team and I can't remember if Trump eventually promised to support whoever the nominee would be or not. I think he did. I'm almost positive he eventually promised to support the Republican nominee, whoever it might be. Yuri and others on the team think he just he said he would, he just never really answered it. Um, but I and I'm so paranoid now, and I'm so conspirat- conspiratorial minded. I'm now. I mean, when I look at this headline in the New York Post. Ronna McDaniel's pathetic bid to unite the Republican Party. And their reasoning is, the simple fact is, many GOP voters won't support him if he's the nominee. Now I'm paranoid when I got people telling me Ronna McDaniel is wrong and how terrible it is. Maybe it's because they want Trump out of the race. They want to exclude Trump. It's a dump Trump effort. We have to come together if we want to win. Period. 800-655-MIKE. Paul in North Carolina. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? Hey, doing great, Mike. What Good. a pleasure it is to talk to you today. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. The honor is all mine. Hey, um, you know, I agree with you. The party has got to come together. I mean, she's correct. They really do. You look at the Democrats and look at their ploy and how they operate. They are constantly coming together, even when they're wrong. You, they'll clearly come together it's so in- when they're wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting to me, Paul, that th- this is a controversial view, that somehow Ronna McDaniel is is crazy or stupid for saying, we got to come together as Republicans or we're not going to win. Period. Damon in Washington State. Hey, Damon, how are you? Hey, not too bad. You know, I, I'm, I'm just blown away here. This is the first time in my life I would absolutely not vote for Romney or Liz Cheney. I think the problem that we've had in the past is we've elected these milquetoast Republicans, and they do exactly the bad stuff that Republicans are labeled to be doing, and so it gives the Democrats more firepower. Right. You know, I I hate to say it, but if this country has to go in the toilet so that people, if the Democrats have to win and run it further into the toilet, so we can convert some voters. I'm all for it. Well, man. I mean I that, and that, but that's already think, that, but that's already happened. So your your position would be you'd like more of the same instead of getting us out of the well, mess it, we're it, in. You want to keep it going in it, the mess we're in. It, it'll have to get worse, and and worse. Romney will not get us out of the mess we're in. Worse. I mean, I don't know how much yeah. worse it's going to get under these guys, and then Kamala Harris, and and the and the level of worse means going right into. You know, wokeness on steroids. We're gonna we're gonna have a disaster on our hands. Now, listen. I understand your point completely about there's plenty to complain about with wishy washy rhinos and establishment Republicans. I totally get your point. How could you possibly be a party to handing the White House 
over to somebody like Kamala Harris or worse. How could that be okay with you, Damon? Because we're already headed that way, buddy. Well, no, we're not. We're not headed that way. I mean, why? Come on, that's a little, that's a little Pollyannish. Well, no. What's what's Polly? What's weird that I guess the opposite of Pollyanna is burn it all down, and you want to burn it all down. Well, that's I got a grand. I got a granddaughter. I got a granddaughter who's thirteen years old. I don't want to hand a country over to her because I want to make a, some political point. I, we shouldn't want to burn it down. I'm, no, Damon. I'm not making a point. I'm. I've. I've came to the conclusion that we're at a slow decline right and in case, and unless we get somebody like a trump or something who is who is the real deal right and we're just going to head towards that direction i got you i understand listen that's a point i hear day in and day out and i'm not going to shut it down i just disagree with you i think ronna mcdaniel is absolutely correct we need to unify and I, i'm i'm with mark davis if a disembodied head runs with an r behind its name I'm all in. <laughs> 800-655-MIKE. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped MyPillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you, a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code MikeG. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Use the promo code Mike G or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code Mike G. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. Or call 800-928-6034 like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. The Mike Gallagher Show. Because in fact, in all the ways that matter, Nikki Haley is a member in good standing of the most protected class of all upper-income liberal white ladies with fashionable political views. She may be running to be the Republican nominee, but she is fundamentally indistinguishable from the neoliberal donor base of the Democratic Party. She believes identity politics is our future. Vote for me because I'm a woman, she says. That's her pitch. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. Now, obviously, I'm a big Tucker Carlson fan, but Nikki Haley supporters and Nikki Haley herself would deny that that's what she stands for, that she's not indistinguishable from neoliberals who are running for office this is a this is going to be a tough place to be it's going to be an interesting we got to be thoughtful we have to be smart and we got to be unified and i don't think there's anything wrong L- listen liz cheney is not going to be the nominee mitt romney is not going to be the nominee we can also get distracted by a whole bunch of hypotheticals Let's just deal with something head on. It looks like as of today, it could be Trump, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy. I don't know. Doesn't seem very likely, but you never know. But the elites, and you got to remember something. The, the never Trumpers, they love Ron DeSantis. The Jeb Bushes of the world, they love Ron DeSantis. They're pulling for Ron DeSantis, which will make him, he already is, a very formidable presence in this arena. And when Mark Levin, who is a, uh, you know, he was a huge Trump supporter, I'm sure he'll give Donald Trump an hour on his show. And I don't mean that sarcastically, he will. We're all going to interview the Republican candidates extensively during this during the campaign season. But watching Governor DeSantis with Mark Levin last night for an hour 
was uh, was really something last night. Here's a here's a chunk of the conversation that Mark had with DeSantis on Fox News. But you start sitting in some of these classrooms, and even though one of Yale's mottos is for God, for country, for Yale, sit in the classroom attacking religion, attacking God, attacking the United States. I'm sitting in class, and they're saying that the U.S. was to blame for the Cold War, not not Joseph Stalin. So this is the, and I had never experienced that, because growing up in Dunedin, I didn't know if people were Republican or Democrat. You know, you had both of them, but, but everyone kind of believed in the core American principles. And so that was my exposure uh, to the left. And I think what it did for me was it was so different from what I thought what was appropriate that I wasn't influenced by it in terms of it pulling me in that direction. I rebelled the other way. So by the time I got through college and law school, um, you know, I was definitely set. Uh, although when I was running for Congress, I kind of tell the story in the book. I was green. I had never run before. You know, I had a, kind of an impressive resume. I had served in Iraq and done things. So there were things that conservative primary voters would like. But, you know, you see Yale and Harvard, that is like people say you know, liberal elitist stuff. And so the question was, how do I prove that I'm actually mean what I say? And I was like, listen, how many people that you know go up to Washington, they say they're going to do these things, and then the swamp co-ops them, and they end up not falling principle? Well, listen, look at me. I got through Yale and Harvard and came out more conservative than when I went in. The swamp's going to have nothing on that, and they appreciated that. Now, there's a new poll just came out, a Fox News poll, showing that Trump absolutely crushes DeSantis head-to-head. Out of a list of 15 potential candidates, respondents in the Fox News poll preferred Trump the most with 43% support. DeSantis was at 28%. Everybody else is in single digits. And it's because of the fire the passion, and the success of the Trump presidency. Here he was over the weekend talking about Joe Biden's presidency and what Biden is leading us into under his watch. This is on Truth Social. World War III has never been closer than it is right now. We need to clean house of all of the warmongers and America last globalists in the deep state the Pentagon, the State Department, and the National Security Industrial Complex. One of the reasons I was the only president in generations who didn't start a war is that I was the only president who rejected the catastrophic advice of many of Washington's generals, bureaucrats, and the so-called diplomats who only know how to get us into conflict, but they don't know how to get us out. For decades, we've had the very same people such as Victoria Nuland and many others just like her, obsessed with pushing Ukraine toward NATO, not to mention the State Department support for uprisings in Ukraine. These people have been seeking confrontation for a long time, much like the case in Iraq and other parts of the world. And now we're teetering on the brink of World War III, And a lot of people don't see it, but I see it, and I've been right about a lot of things. They all say Trump's been right about everything. Well, it turns out uh, Trump seemed to be right when he suggested over the last year and a half or whatever about a COVID lab leak. Oh, look at the, the news over the weekend. The Energy Department has now joined the FBI in suggesting that COVID came from a Wuhan lab leak after all. Hmm. A little late to the dance, huh? Man, when I hear both of those men side by side, and that's the way I'm always going to do it, I'm telling you right now, um, I'm not picking favorites right now. The American people are going to get to decide what a ticket a Trump-DeSantis ticket would look like in 2024. Man, oh man. You think Biden would stop Trump-DeSantis? And... It may be that you're going to have a showdown of two, you know, type A personalities, two leading, you know, Republican behemoths, and they team up. Ron DeSantis, a young guy, to me, that's that's the ideal. That is maybe too much to hope for, 
or maybe not. This portion of our show brought to you by Relief Factor, the one and only Relief Factor. Tell you every day about pain relief that is 100% drug-free. Relief Factor is made from wild-caught fish oils and botanicals, and it goes to work on the inflammation that causes your lower back pain, your neck pain, your hip pain, any kind of pain. Give it a try. The three-week quick start is so smart. It's an ingenious way of seeing if we can get you out of pain for three weeks. If it doesn't work after three weeks, you notify them. You're out $19.95 plus shipping. But if it does work, well, welcome to pain-free living. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384 for Relief Factor. Gary in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Hi, Gary. Welcome aboard. How are you? Michael, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm good. a red state ranger in a blue lagoon. I hear you. Welcome you back, run, Gary. You run Trump DeSantis for four years. Then you run DeSantis fill in the blank for eight. But here's what can happen, too, Mike. Trump gets a wild, a wild idea or he gets snubbed. Trump teams up with Tulsi Gabbard. And he wins a majority of a minority and wins the presidency as an independent. Listen, there's a lot of options, Gary. We're going to be in for one heck of a ride in the next year and a half, so buckle in. It's going to get bumpy. It's going to get really interesting. Appreciate the call. Lee's in Chicago. Hi, Lee. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Um, <clears throat> I was listening to the one previous caller, and I don't think he articulated his point very well. Uh, about not voting for anybody simply because they have an R next to their name. Yeah, Romney, McCain, Kinzinger, um, uh, Cheney—they're all anti-Trumpers, and they—they weren't interested in just backing the party. They did what they could to destroy the party, and then we got Biden as a result. And, and, and by the way, and by the way, hold on. Let me inject something real quick, and then I'll, I'll have you continue. But I would also add, as I've said a million times, they don't hate Trump. They hate us. They hate the American people. When Paul Ryan, exactly. you know, when a guy from Wisconsin, Paul Ryan, proudly proclaims he won't go to the Republican National Convention in his home state of Wisconsin in 2024 if Trump is the nominee, that's, that's pardon me, urinating all over the millions of Trump supporters, not Donald Trump himself. But go ahead. And then, and then since you brought Ryan up, you have all these uh, con- uh, congressional members who didn't fight for their seats. Yep. Uh, the Republicans would have retained a, my, uh, a majority. You're right. And then the Democrats wouldn't have been able to ram through all their policies. So you, before the RNC goes and tells me I need to vote for whoever has an R next to their name, they need to vote for whoever has an R next to their name. Because I voted for Romney because he had an R next to his name. That's not happening again. Now, I don't love Trump because he was soft in the Second Amendment. Um, uh, I, I would probably prefer DeSantis. However, um, I'm going to vote for either one of those guys when they go up there. Yeah, but what, but what, what, what are you going to do, though? And this is the challenge. What are you going to do if it's not either one of those guys? Well, I'll have to see uh, on their own merits who they are. If they're one of these deep state uh, establishment types like a Bush or whatever. Nikki no, Haley? What if Nikki Haley, what if Nikki Haley gets the nomination? I'll have to think about that one. All right. Because, well, uh, you got a lot of thinking to do. I got to get. I got to get to some people here who are ready to roll, rock and roll. But I appreciate your call very much. Eight hundred six five five Mike. Mike in Clear Lake, Texas. Hi, Mike. Welcome. How are you? Um, good. Good. Still there? I'm right here. You there? Um, yes. Um, I'm done with voting for the lesser of two evils. I will not vote for the Republican nominee, no matter who they are. You put Nikki Haley up there. I don't vote for her. Who do you vote for? I vote for either Trump or DeSantis if they go third party. I got you. But if they don't go third party, if it's Nikki Haley versus Biden, which is ultimately going to be Kamala Harris, you'd prefer President Kamala Harris to President Nikki Haley? No. See, that's the whole point. The American voter's responsibility is to vote for the person who they want to be president. Right. I do not want Nikki Haley to be president. So I'm not going to vote for her. Well, I understand I'm that, but I, well, I, I get I'm you're talking about the you're, of two yeah, people. you're talking about the primary versus the general. I'm asking you in the general election if the American people elect Nikki Haley to be the Republican nominee for president, you're going to vote for her, right? No. Well, so for you just you just why? said you just said it's important. Wait, 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 you just contradicted yourself. No, I didn't. Okay, because to vote for Nikki Haley is just prolonging the inevitable. 
Republicans bleed you slow, mm-hmm. Democrats all at once, gotcha. but we all get it in the end. So, so ultimately, you'd prefer President Kamala Harris to President Nikki Haley? No. See, that's not the what. Well, you keep saying no. I mean, there, there's a scenario. Let, let's say Nikki Haley becomes the Republican nominee for president. She's one of the three mm-hmm. declared presidential nominees right now in the Republican Party. Who knows what could happen? Let's just say okay. she gets the nomination. And, okay. and Biden's going to run for re-election. you got to mm-hmm. go into the ballot box in November of 2024. Who are you going to vote for? I do not want Nikki Haley as president. I do not want Joe Biden as president. I don't like either one of them. Right. So I don't vote for either one of them. So you always stay home. You don't vote at all. No, I vote for the, everybody from below vice president on down. You just don't vote for president at all. Okay, well, that's what exactly. Georgia voters that's what Georgia voters did and now we're stuck with Raphael Warnock and uh, and and John Ossoff. That's the problem. And well, and so I think your mindset frankly is flawed. I wish you'd rethink it, but I appreciate how you feel cuz I know you're not alone. I know a lot of people will say burn it all down. Let the country go to hell. Let's let Kamala Harris, let's let Vice President Cackles run the country cuz I don't like Nikki Haley. That's just not smart. But I get it. I understand the the lesser of two evils um, is a, a compelling argument. We'll see what others have to say. Good to talk to you, sir. 800-655-MIKE. Portions of our show brought to you by Fellowship Home Loans. Call 800-510-MIKE or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com slash Mike G. Welcome home, Fellowship Home Loans. Want the Mike Gallagher Show 24-7? There's an app for that. Go to mikeonline.com. You know. Journey catalog is big and rich, and so I figured I'd go to something pretty pleasant. For Neil Schoen on the guitar, for his birthday at 69, Mike, you've caught Journey a couple of times, have you not? Oh, sure. Big fan. Always, always a great, great uh, time there at Journey. Did you have a good weekend? I did indeed. It was kind of a a lazy weekend, a quiet weekend. Spent some time watching uh, some news channels. I saw Senator Tim Scott with Shannon Bream yesterday morning on Fox News Sunday. He's running. Yep, He's sure going to be running. Way. You know, oh, no question about it. What do you think about that? Well, hey, the more the merrier. Let's just let the mm-hmm. uh, let, let's get them all in there. <laughs> let the game come to us. Uh, he's a good man. Uh, he's a wonderful he's a, man. He's a great he's got senator. A really positive spirit. Uh, he's he's uplifting. He's about you know lifting America up. Talking about what's great about America. Not, not he hates the victimhood uh, that that so many on the left have embraced. Yes. He says all the right things. I, he does. I mean, I don't know. It, you know, it's very hard today. For me to see the presidential GOP process as being anybody other than Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis. Now, I know how dopey that is to say that this far out, because I don't know that DeSantis is going to run. Nor do I. But as of today, but what I do know is there's a huge bombshell. Forget all this news about the the Wuhan lab leak and all that. that. That's nothing. That's child's play. The big story, Paul Ryan has announced... He will not show up at the 2024 Republican National Convention if Donald Trump is the nominee. Now, that's Shocker. big. That's Shocker. big. That's yeah. big. I mean, I yeah. really needed to know that. I was, In fact, I was just thinking about that last week. I was thinking, I wonder if Paul Ryan will go to the convention. I know. The, I, was, I, I think I lost a little bit of sleep uh, worried about that. Oh. Looking ahead to Milwaukee in the summer of 2024, would Paul Ryan make sure to, uh, to be there? A lot of sleep. I mean, but see, interestingly, he's on the board at the Fox News Corporation. You know, mm-hmm. he is Uh-oh. a boy. Uh-huh. And Uh-oh. I wonder, yep. connect, connection there? I'm... Yeah, hard not to connect those dots. I've been talking about it a lot on the air last week about how the day that Trump went to East Palestine, Ohio, which was a really smart visit it was it was on point he was he was at his best and goes into a mcdonald's and tells the people behind the counter i know this menu better than you do <laughs> i mean just the, the the total relatability and the five arguably the highest rated show on that network didn't even mention it 
Not that didn't day, they even did not. mention. You're the one nope. that told me, and I yeah. had to check it out. So they're definitely turning away from him. A lot of people have turned away from him. A lot of people are in this this sort of mode where, well, you know, he's too divisive. Blah blah blah. He's every poll that I see shows him still number one. And, and, and if if somebody feels that way, that's fine. I mean, everybody can. And if Paul Ryan comes out and says, "Look, Trump ain't my favorite flavor," but this notion of you know, and again, not that anyone cares, but the notion of I'm not going to show up and live. He's the nominee. I've got to ask you about the loyalty pledge. Here's Ronna McDaniel yep. on one of the weekend shows saying, if you won't, I don't know if it's signing an actual thing or just saying, I absolutely promise to support the eventual nominee, even if it's not me, which let's face it, we all want our candidates to do. It's a desirable thing to do. Trump may not do it, so that makes people think it's aimed right at him. But should that be a requirement for being on the debate stage? Well, Ronna is all about unity, and I'm afraid that making a requirement Requirement or some kind of quid pro quo like that is really, really stupid. Correct. Of course, there's no, ex- there should be, you have the right to, to support or not support whoever the heck you want. Yeah. And, and, and these debates, can you imagine precluding Trump because he won't take such a pledge? What yeah. a stupid move that would be. And you better be careful, Rana, because you, you, uh, you, you take a, and, and incidentally, you want to start with a loyalty pledge? Why don't you start with Paul Ryan? Why don't you start with him? How about that for a royalty pledge? But, you know, I mean, here's a good example. Here's a text as we're talking. Jeb Bush was standing behind DeSantis during his second inauguration address. Jeb Bush is all in for Ron DeSantis. Um, that's not unity. I mean, if, if Donald Trump is right now the front runner, I, I mean, how far does that go? Well, I, I, anybody, anybody can be up for whoever. Anybody can express support for whomever they wish. That doesn't mean that that, that Jeb or anybody else. We got to talk about the strategy of whether DeSantis wants Jeb to be speaking well of him. That was an old clip from months ago, but it made everybody go crazy over the weekend. If you have, if let's say you know, right now you decide you favor one guy, I favor another guy. That doesn't mean that we're disloyal or or or, or, or not in favor of unity. As long as our general thought is that if our guy doesn't win, we will line up behind who that was me in 2016. I was a Ted Cruz guy. Then Indiana, first week of May, Cruz loses, steps out of the race. I pivot over to Trump in a millisecond. We're good to go. Trump's never going to do that. That's not something that's not in his DNA. I, he I don't won't know. say that he okay, good, which is the point. Good point. I don't think I don't think he'll do the pledge. And so that that makes it insane for Rana. You said Rana's all about unity. I think Rana's all about Rana. And I like her. I, 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 I I've, I've got good things well, to say about her. But she beat but, back a challenge but, to her, her, you know, her, Harley her, Dillon. Her, I know. But the, the loyalty pledge is stupid to come back to Scott, because I didn't want to seem like I was scoffing, except I'm probably affectionately scoffing. Tim Scott is a one. I, I watched his segment on Fox News. I'll play some of it. It's fine. He says all the right things. Pence, he's fine. He says all the right things. But in a race that contains Trump, that contains DeSantis, probably, and definitely contains Vivek Ramaswamy, who does nothing but hit home runs every day, except on one issue I'll tell you about in a minute. They're, they're bold, interesting people saying bold, interesting things. So whether they come from Pence or Scott or anybody else, just the sort of the same old. I just I just don't think it's going to get traction. This well, year. it comes down to tone. And I, I think a lot of Americans are looking at if if Biden runs again and all, by all indicators, he is. If he's yep. the if he's the if he's the, you know, the, the nominee or the or running for reelection, I should say, um, it's it's likely that a lot of Americans and I'm just playing devil's advocate here. This isn't how I feel because I'm with you. I you got I I like warriors. I like people with sharp elbows. We need that. Um, I can guarantee you there's a whole bunch of Americans who say we got to turn the page on that. And if you got a Tim Scott or even a Nikki Haley, um, you won't have the kind of bloodbath that we saw in 2016 and 2020, meaning there's lots of Americans who don't have the stomach for the kind of drama that we've witnessed over the last six or seven years. But and some of that drama, so, some of it was Trump-specific. A lot of it was. And some people are wearying of that drama. But a lot of the drama was because of the views he held and his fidelity to the Constitution, his guarantee to cut taxes and his feelings about a strong that's right. So if, that's it right. is, if it is DeSantis, you're still going to get a ton of hatred thrown at him. But there's some things that Trump brings uniquely to him, uh, to, to his style. And those are things that the people who love him absolutely love. And the skeptics wonder if it's not 
Listen, Ron DeSantis is no wallflower. I mean, he he will yep. get in there with the he'll mix it up with the best of them. But that's my point. I, I if right now in a quiet moment uh, where somebody could could you know not be held on the record, there'd be people who'd say. I'd like to see a more pleasant. I mean, by the way, it's a mis- this is a mistake. It sure is. This way. Thank you we'll for lose. a Because you're right. There are we'll people lose. who feel that way. Because they, we'll they're but, not fighters. But, exactly. But they're not fighters. Let's let's not have the bloodbath. Let's have let's have a nicer campaign between oh I don't know a Tim Scott and a Joe Biden or in or or a Jeb Bush type and an, and a, and a Joe Biden. It'll be nicer. It'll be important. And we'll never win again. We will never win another election. And so it's a yeah. huge huge mistake. Uh, and you know. It, it's, we're just going to have to, like you said, always think, say, let the people, game come to us. How many people do you think meet that description? How many Republicans listening right now? Or how Tim many Scott does. Well, I mean, but how many crave a Tim Scott, Mike Pence, gentlemanly, calm? And I'm, no, nobody wants flamethrowing for the for the sake of flamethrowing. But we've got to have a. How many people do you think are weary of the fighting, skeptical of the fighting, and just want a mannerly John McCain? I hate saying McCain because that speaks to because Tim Scott is a real conservative, yep. Pence is a real conservative, but they're just so mannerly and so uh, that, that, that it's almost too much etiquette. I, I don't I don't think that's a lot of voters. I think more most, than I, th- I I think it's more than you think. Really? I believe yeah. it's more than you think, and I could be wrong. I, I I think it's the driving factor where, where we've got people turning away from Donald Trump. Incidentally, I might add, stupidly. I, it's a it's a mistake, well, but I think that's the that's what's driving people. Ah, it's too much. Sh- it's too no, much but, drama. But it, it is stylistically from him. Show me every DeSantis. The people who are all in for DeSantis. People right now who absolutely are all in for DeSantis. They loved Trump policies. They loved him on the border. They loved him on on anti wokeness. They loved him on the culture. They just they number one they don't know if he can win again, and number two they wanted in a more disciplined package. So I don't think that's right. revulsion to Trump that leads people to to go to. DeSantis. Well, dis- and discipline is the key. I mean, the discipline factor here uh, plays right right into is is a Nikki Haley disciplined on message. Is a Tim Scott? Is a Glenn Youngkin? I keep saying, don't well, count sure. him out. But no. as somebody pointed out, when Ron DeSantis sits down with Mark Levin last night on his Fox News Channel show, yep. oh, he's running. He's an hour, the whole and hour. He, and, and he's, with and Ron he's got DeSantis. a book coming out. He's he'll be in Dallas this coming weekend for the yep. Dallas County GOP. It yep. totally looks like he is. Can I run one Vivek thing by you because the guy. Sure. Been so yeah, smart, what, yeah, so yeah. great. There was the one thing that was kind of loopy. He, he made the point. I wrote it down that you, you you can't buy cigarettes when you're below eighteen because it's bad for you. It's addictive. Blah blah blah. Social media is addictive. So he's trolling for the notion of laws to prevent people from being on social media uh, when they're fifteen or sixteen. Good luck with that. It's impossible and it's stupid. Uh-huh. Every parent should try to limit kids' exposure to social media, but turning that over to a matter of law is completely well, unworkable. So Vivek, smart guy, brilliant guy, dumb idea. This is something, though, that DeSantis, it's been, it, it's been alleged that DeSantis gets into these choppy waters of government overreach. Well, and you look at his battle with Disney. Especially on social media. On, and on, well, and on social well, media, too. It's social know, media, but, but the, the one of the, this is what the Never Trumpers tell me. You know, you guys like less government, less government, but you, you bring along a Ron DeSantis who's, you know, in the, he's Trumpy. I mean, he's, he's MAGA. You bring Trump, here he is picking fights with Disney and trying to roll back and you Which want less great. government. Which is, yeah, I mean, but it's arguably... Great. But that's, that's not a less government argument. I mean, I, I hear those same people, too. And I think these are people who are... There are two groups of people who are coming after DeSantis with the long knives. Every The left, of course, because they fear him. And the... the what, what do you want to call them, Mike? The always Trumpers? The only Trumpers? Only the Trumpers, yeah. The only <laughs> Trumpers. And yeah. God bless the only Trumpers. If that's their decision, that's fine. But some of the only Trumpers have taken to starting to make crap up about DeSantis in order to ditch him in order yeah, to yeah, damage yeah. him. So, well, so. back to that discipline word, though. You you look up discipline in the dictionary, you're going to see Ron DeSantis's picture because yeah. he is a disciplined candidate, and that's why he will be a formidable opponent to Mr. Trump should he choose to win. Let's not bury the lead here. Biggest story of the year, of the decade, of our lifetime. Uh, conspiracy theory, no more. Now the Energy Department is the latest to conclude that the COVID virus likely came from the lab was a lab leak. Well, where do where does Tom Cotton go to get that reputation, part of his reputation back? Where do all these people go who were deplatformed and kicked off and demonetized? Um, The U.S. Energy Department has joined the FBI, 
uh, in concluding that it likely was a lab leak. This is, and, and as I tweeted over the weekend, uh, I'm sure the apologies and the mea culpas will, mea culpas will be starting any minute now. Of course they will. I mean, so, surely by now, surely by now. And this cuts so both ways. I watched a little bit of it because it was largely unwatchable. Woody Harrelson doing Saturday Night Live on Saturday night. And in his monologue, he said, I had a movie script about three years ago. And I was walking through Central Park, and this movie script involved all the drug companies and drug cartels having this drug that they would make everybody take. And you couldn't come out of your house unless you kept taking all their drugs. And I thought, this is insane. This would never happen. And of course, that's aimed right into the heart of COVID lockdown. The Woody Woody Harrelson monologue on Saturday Night Live was met with like stunned silence, apparently, from the audience. As as was the entire episode, because it was terrible. But you're you're right, it was. But all the libertarians and all the the people who've been right about COVID for years said, hey, isn't it great that NBC allowed that monologue to happen about two and a half years too late? Yeah, a little late. I mean, that, that's because they see what's happening and the and the, the tea leaves have changed. They put their finger in the wind. I'm not giving any kudos to NBC anytime soon, but good on Woody Harrelson. CBS Sunday Morning did a big profile on him yesterday morning. I, I always forget what a big pothead he is. He's a oh, he's Mister. Oh, he said, "Listen, all these people who are trying to get us to who are trying to force us to take drugs, I do it voluntarily all day long." He said, which was actually a pretty funny line. But yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, well, we're all right. to an interesting week. Happy Monday. It's going to be great. Happy Monday. The Mike Gallagher Show awaits you as soon as we're done. Ten o'clock this morning, right here on six sixty AM. The answer.